0: Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors and Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years, we repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto.
1: We are here. Fairfield Arts and Convention Center uh, for day three of the Women Professional Billiard Association uh, sanctioned event tournament. Uh, we have a, a, a guest who was uh, uh, with us for the first time. Uh, can you introduce yourself?
2: Hi, everybody. My name is Margaret Vifilova Steyer. Uh, I'm a professional pool player. And yeah, I'm here in Iowa to participate in WPBA tournament.
1: So you, uh, you're originally from uh, Belarus, you said? Yes. But you live in Wisconsin. I do. And. Uh, So uh, you're used to this kind of weather then, I'm assuming?
2: A little bit. Yeah, it's very similar in Wisconsin.
1: Now, this is actually your first uh, foray into Fairfield, Iowa.
2: Yeah, it's my first event and actually first time in Iowa for me.
1: So, uh, you know, you you, as a professional pool player, you're a different place, to every town all the Mm -hmm. time. But most of them are probably New York City or Cincinnati or Cleveland or or Los Angeles or some metropolitan area. Uh, uh, This is not uh, this is a little different. uh, what is your impressions of uh, coming to Fairfield? And uh, uh, I know you haven't had a lot of time, and you're really focused on the tournament. But uh, uh, you probably seen, the, probably maybe went out to dinner, or 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 saw some of the architecture and buildings and culture. Uh, what what's your first impressions?
2: Yeah, I mean it's a very cozy, tiny, really nice like uh, town. You know, it's a very unique atmosphere. Um, we had a look a little bit around, and the church is very beautiful like here in the downtown next to the convention center i mean the architecture inside this convention center is pretty beautiful you know and i mean the first impression was just cozy and nice you know people are super friendly and the organization is amazing i mean Darren did a really good job they're helping us out like as much as they can and uh, been you know little paradise of a pool player so far. You know, well, uh,
1: every every person, every uh, member of the Women's uh, Professional billiards Association that I spoke to, one of the first thing they mentioned is how friendly it, it is. Uh, uh, something about this town has opened its arms uh, widely and warmly to all the, the women uh, participants, whether they this is their third time here or their mm-hmm. first time here, uh, that's something that they noticed right away. Uh, uh, you guys appreciate that.
2: Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, it's it's just amazing the way we're treated, and um, they're trying to help us with everything. You know, I personally don't have a car here, so uh, they organize like shuttles for us, so you can call in, and they can bring you anywhere, and uh, everybody's just so friendly and super nice people.
1: Well, it's, it's a uh, uh, Fairfield is a unique, uh, uh, has a lot of big town amenities, you know, some culture and some some uh, uh, a variety of dining opportunities and some things uh, but it still has that small town safety Mm -hmm. uh, that small town good schools uh, uh, that americana that uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of places seem to have left in the wayside Uh, uh, but at the heart of it all it's a very agricultural centered area of you know i mean iowa Mm -hmm. is uh, uh, totally and completely focused on agriculture Mm -hmm. uh uh do you have any agricultural background? Uh, I know, uh, where you're from, uh, uh is, a, a, one of the, they call it the breadbasket of Europe there.
2: Uh, yeah, pretty much like, yeah, the country produces a lot of bread, a lot of dairy as well, like meat products and stuff, a lot of wheat. Um, we have like huge, huge fields and, uh, yeah, I mean that there's a lot of stuff going on there as well. And, uh, It's just, honestly, I'm not a big city person. Like, I don't like big cities. Uh, I prefer to live in the country a little bit outside where, as you said, I feel safer. You know, just big cities, it seems like the crime level is higher. And it seems
1: to be going up almost every day, too. Just more and more dangerous.
2: Yeah, for me, being here, it's like, I feel safe. And and, Wisconsin
1: is the dairy capital of of the Midwest. Yeah lots of farming and uh oh,
2: i love wisconsin yes yeah. so wisconsin is probably
1: probably a little slice of heaven for you or at least a little bit a little bit of home
2: absolutely uh, yeah of, it, it feels like home for sure
1: and very and and uh uh not a life there in a small town and here in a small town will be same kind of people made up with the same kind of attitudes and everything yeah. so well uh we haven't talked anything about your pool mm-hmm. and i'd like to spend a couple minutes take me back to where you started uh, how did it lead you uh to be uh Uh, a member of the uh, Women's Professional Billiard Association.
2: So uh, my story is, you know, pretty simple. I started when I was 11, 12 years old. Uh, My parents brought me into pool. We had like a big table at the grandparents' house. So that's pretty much how it all started. Um, At the age of like 15, 16, I started becoming like a really good player I won a couple national titles and uh, at the age of 19 I decided to turn pro and do it for a living and since then um, I'm 25 years old uh, I have like a professional career for like six years already and um you know I won the European Championship it's from like my biggest achievement so far I would say um Regarding this tournament, I think my highest was the third place in the WPBA tournament in Sorengel last year, and in this tournament in uh, Fairfield, Iowa, I won two matches so far, and I'm going to be playing Allison Fisher at 30 p.m. today, so it's going to be the Duchess of Doom. Yeah,
1: that's a, a, a lot to bite off, but it's whether you win, lose, or draw against someone like that. There's always a little something to learn uh, from playing someone Absolutely. with that much skill and talent. Absolutely,
2: you, you right? always you know, how they say you either win or you learn. I personally don't really agree with the statement. I think we always have to learn. Even if you win, you're supposed to learn from the matches because no matter whether you win or lose, you're going to make certain mistakes that you're supposed to learn from and then try to improve on it for the next match. So this is what I'm going to do. I like personally not focused at all who I'm playing because it's me against me in the end of the day. Uh, I just want to give my best on every single shot.
1: Well, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't have no idea to know this, but uh, uh, the Southeast Iowa uh, owes a little debt of gratitude to your home country as there is a young gentleman who came here as an exchange student and wound up getting a little extended stay. Really? Uh, his name is Odie mm-hmm. Uh You guys don't play American football over there. Yeah. Uh, he came over here and learned how to play it and uh, took us to the state championship game in a little town of uh, about thousand people, Wayland, Iowa. That's pretty impressive. Uh, And uh, uh, um, also took their basketball team to about a, I think a 23 and two record or something like that. So uh, uh, he is definitely a beloved member of uh, this community. And uh, you seem to be endearing yourself a little bit around here. is there anything else we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about?
2: I mean, no, I think it's it's time for me to go get ready for my next match and just kind of like get in the right mental state. But thank you so much for the interview. I appreciate you. All right. Me. Well, thanks
1: for being here and uh, uh, thanks for coming to Fairfield. Hope we we'll see you again and again and again.
2: I hope so. Thank you. So We're continuing our day three coverage of the
1: Women's Professional Billiard Association tournament here in Fairfield, Iowa. I have another player for you. Could you introduce yourself?
3: My name is Janelle Succo. I go by Jay Succo, and I'm from Mesa, Arizona.
1: From Mesa, Arizona. Mesa, Arizona. There is a lot of uh, Fairfield, Iowa people in Arizona, uh, at least in the wintertime. Uh, okay, yeah. Enjoying your, your warmth, and I, I have uh, really enjoyed coming out there for spring training games, and, and, and it's, a, it's a great uh, great place, and I always run into a lot of local people when I'm yeah. there. Uh, but this is your first foray this into, is, is, this your first actually, your, is this your first trip to Iowa, or just your first trip here?
3: First trip to Iowa.
1: First trip to Iowa. That's, A little colder. It's uh, really cold than, than Arizona. It's
3: really cold today. Uh,
1: but uh, it's cold outside. But the yes. action in here is is fast and furious and hot and heavy. Yeah, uh,
3: definitely. Uh,
1: this seems like uh, uh, when I first Darren first told me about this tournament, he said I'm bringing in 48 of the best uh, women's pool players in the world. I said sure you. Dennis, uh, Darren, Darren. Uh, I said, "Sure, you are, Darren." Uh, But after uh, two days of watching this, he was. That's exactly what he did. He brought in players from all around the world, and and uh, some from Florida, and some from out in Arizona, and everywhere in Baltimore and Canada and Thailand and Las Vegas, Nevada, and Las Vegas. And uh, uh, but they're all here. And uh, I'm asking everybody the same question. uh, this isn't a pool related question but it's a, a, a southeast Iowa uh, related question a Fairfield Iowa related question. has uh, you're welcome been warm and uh, friendly and uh, what are your impressions of this small town?
3: it's it has been welcoming um, my impressions. I really like the um, it's the rain, the weather, the trees the the just the landscape, the architect, I really enjoyed everything. I took a lot of pictures, and we went driving yesterday morning in the rain when it was a drizzle, and I swear, it was it was beautiful out there. And I think we just really enjoyed the landscape. The people are very, very nice. The hotel, the host hotel that we stayed out, they're very, very warming and welcoming, and they, they're taking really good care of us.
1: Well, that's that's uh, uh, good to hear, and it echoes what uh, I've been hearing from yes. like seven or eight other the companies. food
3: is great, too, here. Like,
1: and there's a lot of different That's what they're telling me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know, you know, if you're thinking, you know, come flying in, now you're thinking, little house on the prairie, probably using outhouses. I had you know, no idea what Iowa was like. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh, Something I'd like to tell you that we have an eye with it, everybody knows about is spectacular sunsets and sunrises. Wow! Uh, if you get a chance, uh, especially you know when the planting season or the harvesting mm-hmm. season, because uh, that kicks a lot of dust up in the air. And as you see, you look up in the sky and, and through those little dust particles, okay. you will get oranges and yeah, reds and colors. blues and greens and. And oh, wow. uh, I didn't know that. If you can, you know, just, just look up some Iowa uh, sunrises. Yeah. I try and to I, see them every day.
3: I can, can, can only imagine what it's like when, when it's farming season and everything's green and you have all the rolling hills. And yeah, it's really pretty out here. The well,
1: trees. Uh, Arizona uh, is well known for growing uh, watermelon. Are uh, they? Yeah, that's uh, seems like one of the places. Uh, uh,
3: okay. Uh,
1: and there's a there's some uh, I uh, didn't know lemons that. and some fruit and stuff. But uh, I know
3: like a lot of citrus out there. So yes. uh,
1: do you have any? Uh, have you you got any connection to agriculture? Is this is a uh, heavily
3: agricultural Um, I have several friends who have their own little. Um, um they harvest their own trees, um, eggs. You know, um, I work. F- I'm a chef, so like our company. Also, we have our own garden for, we have one of the one, one of the only five diamond restaurants here in the United States. So, and we actually, um, harvest our own vegetables, our crops for that, for our restaurant out there. So, well, every, yeah.
1: every one of you ladies I talk to, I find very interesting and you are, are no exception to that. Really? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little more interested in the person in the pool player, I guess. Okay. Uh, and it's just all that. So tell me about the other women in this thing. And, and are your friend i mean i know uh i talked to an 87 year old or 85 year old lady on this tour and i says you know what you're playing a 13 year old girl you feel a little grandmotherly. she says no i'm a killer baby yes just get out on the match and kill whoever i think every, all,
3: all of us are like that
1: but uh, all like uh, that, yeah. when, the, when there isn't a match on and you guys are having a, a glass of try to around. get
3: to know everybody you know yeah. this is my second season so i'm 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 trying to get to know everybody and um still building that camaraderie with all the ladies but it's been nice so far everybody's been nice and um, welcoming and you know we all take care of one another
1: well i'm going to ask you a few questions about uh uh, your career as a a player Mm -hmm. but i want to know uh after you became a professional you had a lot of uh, tournaments that you could have chose uh what was it about this tournament that made you want to get into it
3: i'm just trying to build um get better obviously playing better people and just, you know, this is this is my focus now is the WPBA making all the all of the um the tournaments, just trying to better myself as a player and you know, try to to represent my tribe where I come from and just do do well. Um, but my focus generally right now is just the WPBA.
1: Okay, well we're five and a half minutes into what I promised was to be a six minute interview and how many
3: seconds
1: out pool. So uh, Look, I'm going to extend the time since okay. you've been such a gracious uh, uh, interviewee. Uh, tell me about your. Tell me a little bit about your career. Uh, how did you become a, a pool player? Then how did you become a professional? And then uh, give okay. me maybe your your highlight of your career.
3: Um, I was actually I learned how to shoot pool in Montana. I used to live in Great Falls, Montana, and I wanted to become a professional. Then I think that was 2008 and. I'm from New Mexico, I'm a Navajo, um, from the Navajo Nation. So I knew I wanted to come down and join the Arizona Women's Billiards Tour. It being um, a part of all the regional tours, my way to get into the WPBA and that was the goal back then. And that's what I did. It took me eight years to win the tour stop or the tour, the whole tour, Um, but I did it. And then it was the foot in the door for me. And then I had um, help from my fellow teammate, um, Sarah Miller, also from Arizona, who helped me get into this organization. And now I became a pro um, last year. Well,
1: do but, you have any sponsors or anything? You I like don't them? have you don't any have sponsors. Any yet? But, well, yeah. if you're out there and you're listening, uh, we got a gal that deserves a sponsorship. Thank you. Here. I appreciate she, that. Really, I would uh, love it. Yeah. Uh, she's battling hard. Uh, I try and very putting hard. Putting in the miles and doing the work. Yeah. You know, uh, when I get a sponsor for my, my program, I promise. You, and I'll put in the miles
3: of two. Yeah, to you have to absolutely and, work uh, hard.
1: Uh, uh, so uh, uh, how's it going in this tournament for
3: you? I actually um, played um, my first match. I lost 6-8, um, and then I played again yesterday against a really good Canadian player, Vero Menard, and I ended up losing after leading the whole match. I was ahead the whole match, but well, couldn't shut it out and that's where the lack of um just the learning experience that i need um she was much better than me
1: well it's another notch in your belt you know mm-hmm. another tournament underway, another, another couple world-class players that you got to play yes a lot of good you if you, you learn a little something each time every uh, single time well last question tell me something about yourself that i don't know i already knew about your chef and, and you already shared half of this answer okay know.
3: um I was a professional football player. You were a professional football yes, player? Yes, in Arizona. I did not know that. <laughs> I played women's professional football.
1: You just do it all, don't you? I
3: try to keep busy. <laughs>
1: all right, well, maybe we can get a... a, a I don't know where the Rams are. They used to be in St. Louis. Maybe we'll get them to find out where they're at see if they'll sponsor you. Uh, well, thanks for being with us. Thank
3: you. I appreciate it.
1: We have Mary Avina. She is a professional uh, pool player uh, from Texas, I
4: believe, right? Mm-hmm. Fort Worth, Texas.
1: Fort Worth, Texas. Well, uh, welcome to the program, Mary.
4: Nice to see you.
1: Well, I am asking everybody uh, that's on here, as my listeners are, are uh, mostly here in Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, uh, What do you? Uh, uh, what's your impressions of Iowa? This is your first uh, trip here. You've traveled a little bit through Iowa before, but what do, what do you think of the place?
4: I love it. I've always enjoyed traveling through here. It's actually really nice to spend extra time here. The locals have been wonderful.
1: Well, uh, Iowa and Texas are, are are quite similar, actually. Texas is super big agricultural power. Iowa's mm-hmm. a big agricultural power. Uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, Texans that will have cattle up here, you know, especially when there's droughts or something. We we see a huge influx of Texas cattle and and. Uh, uh, there's a lot a lot of opportunities, but uh, tell me a little bit about uh, your time here, this time in Fairfield, maybe some restaurants you went to, some people that you met. Uh, uh... Um,
4: Frank, the place that I like the most is Paradiso. Paradiso. Yeah, I go there every morning, and I get a hot tea, and uh, the nice older teachers and hippies that are there, I've had a great time talking to them, and yeah. some of them actually came to watch me.
1: Yeah, you can't but stand on the, on the square in Fairfield, Iowa, and, Throw a handful of corn in any direction and you'll hit some hippies. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> the place is, is rotten with them.
4: Mm-hmm. Over
1: there, uh, at the desk there. Oh, we're Oh, well, they're not supposed to take any. She said, okay. "Ask her. She's in charge of that."
4: We're not open down
1: here yet. Uh. <laughs> well, anyway, so uh, oh, okay. um, you're enjoying your time here. Oh, uh, yes, I love uh, it. Enjoy Paradiso. That's where the locals hang out. You're 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 already. Uh, Ingrained artist. in the local uh, yes, culture and people. Yes, I actually
4: believed I moved in here.
1: Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you, 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 you fit in, don't you? I mean, you, you look like you could be uh, someone that lives here in town.
4: Uh, well, I am an artist. Um, originally, I was an artist. Oh. Sorry, my paintings used to sell in art galleries for like $2,000. So uh, I I could fit in here nicely, actually.
1: <laughs> well, I, 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 and uh, some of the other uh, Monica... Uh, Tells me that she could just retire here. She said, "Just get me some cats and a pool, an apartment over the pool hall, and I'd be happy." You know.
4: Yes, if they had a snooker table, I could.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you like the snooker. Uh, that's
4: my favorite.
1: That, that uh, um, I talked to that uh, uh, lady that's eighty-five years old. Mm-hmm. She she likes the snooker too. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, tell me about your time as a pool. Uh, what what led you to be a billiards uh, professional?
4: Um. I went into a bar when I was 14 and I fell in love with pool it was and then I just that's all I did that's all and you did to I, just. I quit my job which at the time I was modeling really so I all I did was play pool for I was playing pool seven hours a day every day and I started winning and started making money and over time I made more and more money until I didn't have to do anything else
1: well, that's a, that that's a uh, always a good deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow you can do that. So tell me about uh, what was your what was your breakthrough? when what, what uh, tournament did you win or what match did you win that's clicked that ID in your head? maybe I could be pro or maybe one that put you into the pros?
4: Um, people within the first year when I was beating where I won the whole night, I go into a barn at round three in the daytime and I come out two in the morning without losing pretty much from the beginning, people decided I was pro and also I was making side bets and money games whenever they came up and I won most 90% of the time. So from the beginning, people decided that I was pro. It's just every year, the percentage grew, you know?
1: Well, how many years have you been uh, on the pro circuit?
4: For this particular group, uh, it's my second year. So last year was my rookie year. But officially, I've been professional where I don't haven't done anything else but pool uh, since 2013.
1: 2002. That's that's, uh, so ten years. Well, congratulations on that. You know, because if you can do something that you love, I mean, I know a guy that just loves to bake and he runs a bakery and he works 12 hours a day and he's happy as a a clam all the time because he does doing what he loves. Uh, You know, you seem like you're doing what you love and you're able to support yourself so that's a, a, a delight in and of itself but you had a lot of tournaments you could have been in uh, <laughs> tournaments everywhere all, all around the world all the time uh, but you chose to come here to Fairfield Iowa had you heard something about this tournament or was did it just work out on the schedule or was there a reason that you wanted to come to Fairfield Iowa
4: the WPBA That's this is the first tournament of the year so I had to make an appearance yeah and so you know in just the fact that it's an hour was nice. I really enjoyed the drive here. I actually drove from Texas. You drove from Texas up yeah, here? Yeah. On paper, it was 14 hour drive. I did it in 19. 19.
1: Hours. But
4: actually, it's about three of those I stopped in somewhere along the way and just beat up a random random construction workers up for like oh. three hours. <laughs> so I was actually undefeated till I got to the women here.
1: So you got to the to, the, to <laughs> the-
4: And then I went down the street to Mad Hatter yesterday, really? um, the day before. And I was undefeated that day too. I don't know how. But you have really good players here.
1: Yeah, there's a, uh, a kid uh, I went to school with name's Billy Maynard. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he has got he's got—he's a weightlifter too, so he's got big muscles. Up. So
4: as long as I play men, I'm undefeated. The oh, problem yeah. is when I play the women. There's the women, yeah. <laughs> now uh, that's something I don't really understand.
1: Uh, I don't see how men would have an advantage over women in pool.
4: It's complicated and it's controversial. But the truth is, um, it's just mostly the biggest problem is the numbers. There are so many more guy players that they will produce more players that are good. So if you have 1,000 to 1 or 1,000 to 20, you will always have more better players in whatever has the highest number.
1: You know, uh, it's I, I, I was a stand-up comedian, and, mm-hmm. and I did that for a lot of years. And uh, the, the truth of it is, there maybe 50,000, uh, people, I used to say there was 50,000, maybe there's 20,000 now mm-hmm. that are making a living doing it, you know, and out of that, maybe ten of 10,000. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it's same, a very
4: similar thing. Same,
1: same thing that you're, you're saying yes. here, but I, I, you know, I just think, uh, uh bowling and, uh, uh, a pool would be two of the things where men and women could compete fairly, uh, on you, the same playing field,
4: you could have you actually balanced the numbers, but there's no way to balance the numbers in practicality.
1: But, uh...
4: So it's and the second parts are, you know, in, the, you know, the environment. So our, the United States is not quite there yet with that environment yet. So, you know, there's certain issues. So in Europe, they don't have those problems. And in China, they don't have their problems. So China is producing a ridiculous amount of female good players.
1: Yeah, that's what uh, Darren was telling me about that, that there's, uh, it's really catching on lightning there. Oh, um, yeah.
4: So it's, a lot of it is also the environment. You know, for a woman to go practice or train, it's a little trickier than for a man to go practice and train. You know. So it,
1: I can see that.
4: So that really narrows down. And then you have normal things that, you know, women get pregnant and have children. To, so they're less likely to stay around as, as men would you know, yeah. being the primary caregiver. Yeah, that's
1: another thing that I talk to, To you know, when I took a break for 19 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that the women
4: yes, pool players say to me. You don't hear that as much from the male pros. Yeah. So if a male pro gets as good, they usually don't take a break.
1: Well, they're trying to be the breadwinner, you know, so they're out there making well, them money. sadly,
4: no, it's more about the selfishness. Well,
1: that's true. When, <laughs> yeah.
4: like Most of the professional pool players are not family oriented.
1: See, and I bet when you, <laughs> some guy uh, in a pool hall that thinks he's a good player
4: mm-hmm. sees
1: the woman wants to play him and he thinks I'm going to win.
4: Yes. You know, and, and you, you probably
1: you use, use that to your advantage to, to fleece him for some
4: money, don't you? I do not, but um, that that's common. So yes. most men are surprised till they see me shoot that I'm going to win. As long as they don't see me shoot. They're pretty confident. Yeah. But I'm very popular, so if I go to a hardcore place, they already know me. Yeah. So, so because I have such a big social media following, if I go to a hardcore place, you know they're more likely to ask for an autograph and a picture than
1: to do, challenge. Do you me. have a? Uh, uh, <laughs> do you have a sponsor?
4: I have many sponsors. Well, why don't
1: you mention your sponsors and and, and say what you appreciate uh, and what they do for you.
4: I appreciate them all. Um. Fort Worth Billiards, who's been around for seventy years, the billiard supply place, they have everything you need from a table to put on tips, cues, everything you need. And then my cue sponsor, Bull Carbon provides me with great cues. And I also I'm sponsored by um, where I'm the house pro in legends and Keller in Texas. And and also um. God, what's the name of the construction company? <laughs> Senior and construction company. Oh. Um, and that's and also Sneaky Pete Mafia. I thank them, too, for being so kind to me all the time. And that's all. If I you need remember. Mafia stuff
1: done, call Sneaky Pete.
4: Mm-hmm. And I also have factors that go unnamed.
1: Well, that's 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 cool. <laughs> all
4: right. Well, uh,
1: I've asked everybody this question and uh, Put a little premise to what I'm about to ask you. When I'm not podcasting, mm-hmm. and when I'm not podcasting about fishing, mm-hmm. I'm actually fishing. Uh, yes. When I need to go somewhere to clear my mind and and uh, in in relax and kick back, uh, you'll find me with a fishing pole instead of a pool cue in my hand. So what? Do, where do you do when you're not playing pool? When you you know, where's your mind go? What 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 is your I'm hobby? I'm a risk?
4: giant steak.
1: Your giant steak
4: God, I love eating is too. my only hobby
1: well uh <laughs> you would uh, uh fit in great around here uh congratulations uh on your career uh where are you at in this tournament
4: i might go to omaha nebraska and give lessons okay. so i'm gonna be there for a couple of days giving lessons
1: well i've got some cousins over there too uh uh i'm kind of bad midwest wide as, uh,
4: nice.
1: Your, your band's easy top likes to be bad nationwide down there. So well, thanks for being with us. You're welcome. So we are here at day three of the uh, Women's Professional Billiard Association scheduled event here in Fairfield, Iowa, not the typical place to to have a, a professional tournament. I have a, 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 one of the members of the Women's Professional Billiard Association with me. Can you introduce yourself?
5: hi i'm jessica barnes i'm from orlando florida here in iowa loving
1: it and uh, they're making a little popcorn in the background but uh the little sights, sounds smells and tastes of iowa will uh, be included in this episode my first question to you is not about pool at all as my podcast is more about life in iowa Uh, this is your third foray uh, into fairfield iowa why has uh, this been a must stop for you on the tour and what do you like about this place
5: well, the people of Iowa are very welcoming to us as pool players. And uh, Darren here is really supportive of the WPVA, so we love it here. And the radio station, a, tum-
1: what? a Radio Group.
5: Right, like them sponsoring everything, and then a lot of the local.
1: Um- Would you like to mention any of my other competitors before we go on?
5: Oh, I'm sorry about <laughs> that, sir. But, you know, they're sponsoring the tour, so shout out. And then um, – you know, we came here, this was our first stop right after the whole 19 thing happened. Yeah. So it's kind of sentimental to a lot of the ladies because this is the first time we all got back together after we took like a year or so off. So Iowa's kind of got a special place in our hearts for that, for sure. So
1: uh, I imagine most of your stops are in New York or Cincinnati or, or Metro- Baltimore, Mer- metropolitan areas um, like that.
5: We go to different areas throughout the U.S. Um, some of them are more remote than others and some of them are you know in bigger places than others so uh, we go to Michigan and uh, a lot of places I can't remember off the top of my head right now
1: it's yeah. hard to know where you're even at as you're traveling so much right. I, I've been there and done that so let me tell you uh, let me ask you this you're like the 10th uh, interview I've done mm-hmm. with, with uh, the ladies here and right. And every time I ask him that question, the first thing they come out says everyone's so friendly to us. Why, what is it about Fairfield, why have they opened up their arms so widely and warmly to the women of the Professional Billiards Association?
5: Um, well, like I said, Darren here is, uh, Darren Hamilton, I believe his last mm-hmm. name, um, he's very welcoming and has really put in a lot of work to help make these events happen and um then i think kind of a lot of people just they get on board with the interest and they see how many people love the game and how interesting it is and you know once you get into it it's you, know, you see why people love it so much
1: is there a, a pool hall or a coffee shop or a restaurant that you've uh, been to that you enjoyed
5: well i went down the street to right right next door to the pool hall. Oh yeah, Mad Hatter's. Mad Hatter's. And um, it was nice and warm and very cozy. And they had uh, this the live stream of the matches. So that was really cool. And they let us go down and they did an ex- exhibition there the other night. Kelly Fisher did an exhibition. So they've been very welcoming. And um, all the restaurants, everybody's been really nice. We've been traveling around and eating a lot of this international cuisine that's in Iowa. Really interesting, yeah, cool.
1: So what about the Fairfield Arts and Convention Center? Uh, what do you think of the ambiance? What do you think of the of the of, of the room where you play the pool and how it's all set up? Do you think that's pretty professional?
5: Oh, yes. A lot of the girls are really complimenting how the room's set up because we have so much space between the tables, so you have a lot of space to walk around and play your game, and that's really um, fun to be able to have that kind of setting and everything's set up great the equipment's awesome and we really like the convention center um you know being surrounded by art and i can't wait to get in here and play on the piano when they let me later
1: oh, on oh you're a piano player that's uh, that's a, a skill that would be very appreciated around here oh really yeah yeah people like artists and musicians and and yeah. uh, uh, there's a there's just there's a tremendous amount of it, and right. uh, uh, this community uh, in Fairfield is very supportive of it. Uh, I,
5: I see that because they have these art classes right here in the Arts and Convention Center, which I thought was really amazing that, you know, you could just go down the street and get in an art class and get jump right in. That's awesome.
1: And uh, there was an art teacher, a guy who had polio. His name, uh, uh, excuse me at the minute, Mark uh, Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Uh and he just recently died, but he set up the, uh, uh, the Historical Society, uh, uh-huh. which is in the Carnegie Library uh, here in town. If you get a chance, you okay. might want to stop and see that because it's, it's just one of the most well done. All the museums in Iowa are well done, and they all have things that will blow, uh-huh. blow your mind. That uh, sounds cool. Layers yeah. and layers of it. Uh, now, you are you say you're from Florida. I'm from Florida. Well, Florida and Iowa have uh, something very much in common. The weather? They, no, they are very, very much agricultural states. Yes. True. There's a lot of uh, a lot of agriculture. Uh, mm-hmm. Florida people like to hunt fish. Iowans like to hunt and fish. Uh, a lot of the same kind of a, a spirit. Uh, do, uh, do you have any anybody in your family? Do you have any agricultural connections or anything? Or?
5: Yes, actually. Um, my family used to uh, well, we've always kind of grown food here and there and just to kind of do it I guess out of tradition. And we're starting again with you know, planting more stuff. Um, my mom has her own—I don't know what they're called—but a group of chickens. Oh. <laughs> so uh, we're flock. and we have horses, a flock of chickens, I guess. Um, we have horses and chickens and a dog. So we're.
1: My grandma had on nine chicken houses herself. Oh wow! Yeah, out. we don't. Oh, there's like a thousand just, in each one.
5: Too. We just have one right now, but. It's enough.
1: Well, you might need it. The way the bankings and stuff are collapsing. absolutely.
5: I'm pretty. I'm keep telling them, hey, let's uh, let's get some more chickens. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
1: Uh, so uh, <laughs> let's switch over to to pool. Okay. Uh, I've been. I told you, I gave you a six-minute interview. at six and a half minutes. Okay. I haven't even asked you about pool yet. Uh, All right. What 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 is it about billiards uh, that? What was it that excited you about it? Uh, where did you start? And tell me the moment that you won a tournament or a match or something where that light came on in your head and says, man, I could be a pro at this.
5: <laughs> well, it all happened basically all at the same time. Um, I, I went, I was on vacation with my family and I was on the beach and um, it had been a couple days. So I decided to go across the street and play pool just to do something different, get out of the sun. And I was really terrible at it and I couldn't make a ball So I went back the next day and the next day and the day after that. And I never stopped because I just, it was really fascinating to me how hard it was for me.
1: (laughs) It's hard for me too. Uh, Here's a pool question and and we'll get back to to your thing. But they told me uh, they come in here Thursday or Wednesday or whatever and laid these out or they put a new uh, carpet, I guess you'd call or the cloth on the table. table, Right. And Mm -hmm. the commentary I was listening to, they were saying, uh, balls will roll better or something the second day or the third day. Uh, does it improve uh, after uh, some, some games have been played on it?
5: It becomes a little more uh, maybe like what players would play on at home because it's not brand new conditions. When it's brand, brand new, it slides a little more. So as it gets a little bit of grit and chalk and a little playtime and friction on the cloth, it starts to uh, slide a little less. So it's a little easier to predict.
1: So you are, uh, you, you've been doing this. I, I know at least you've been here three times, so you right. must've been at least four years, uh, uh, pro.
5: I've been doing the pro tour for about 10 years now. 10 years. Yeah. So.
1: And, uh, uh, tell me a little bit about your, your 10 years, uh, uh, highs and lows, maybe some matches that you won that were impressive.
5: Well, um, it's just been a great experience to come out here and, you know, keep learning. Every event is a big learning experience of what to go home on and work on. And it's really motivational to, you know, know that you're going to come back and compete with the best in the world. So it's very inspiring to work really hard at home. So, um, big wins. I don't know. Not really. Uh, I don't really keep track of that kind of thing, but, um, uh, I'm really excited to still be here on tour and moving forward.
1: Do you have any sponsors or anything that you'd like to mention?
5: Um, I'm kind of homegrown. Um, I'm hoping that my pool channel, which is called Pool Dreams TV, which is on YouTube and Facebook, Pool Dreams TV, I'm hoping that will become a source of sponsorship for me. So if you guys want to get on there and send me some likes and stars, that will help me out. I
1: And if you're uh, on your channel, uh, this is Round Guy Radio. It's a podcast about life in small-town Iowa and uh, uh, try to present things in a positive way. Uh, Well, uh, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk
5: about? Well, I wanted to say thank you for interviewing us. We appreciate it, and thank you for getting the word out about our tour.
1: Well, my last question here is tell me something about you that I don't know. I mean, for example, you know, when I'm not podcasting, and I'm not podcasting about fishing. I'm actually fishing. Okay. You know, that's what I like to do uh, in my spare time. What do you do in your spare time to to let your hair down and relax or or uh, something that's a million miles away from, from uh, Billiards?
5: I make music. Uh, I write songs and lyrics and piano chops, and that's what I do. And mm-hmm. I have another channel that I put all that on.
1: Well, uh, it, if you wrote a resume out for someone who should live in Fairfield, Iowa, I think they would uh, pull yours in the top ten. Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. I think you. you're you're just right for for here. If it in around here good. I'm I glad love that you're. It. I
5: love the arts vibe. It's so cool.
1: I, I, I'm well. I'm glad that you're enjoying yourself, good. and uh, uh, hopefully we'll see you again.
5: All right. Thanks a lot.
0: This episode of Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aarons dealer. Wayland State Bank. Over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo utility flatbed and horse trailer needs family owned for over 40 years we repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop and mcdonald boneyard and auto recycling in Kyoto.